2: Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of the Grinding True Crime podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, along with Gabby Gab. And today narrating will be Todd Fox. And we're about to kick into another episode of the Grinding True Crime, but before we do all that, want to let you guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, just type in Grinding True Crimes, and there you can find our page, like our page, comment on our page, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Well, uh, if you want to listen to us on your podcast stream, you can always go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine. And for those listening to us outside of the US, which we have quite a few people that do, you can continue to listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocketcast, and Podchaser. Go to redbubble.com, type in Top Fox80, and there you can get merchandise courtesy of grinding to crime. And if you'd like to leave a donation in support of what we do, you can leave us, uh, you can go and download Cash App app and uh, type in dollar sign grinding true crimes, or you can also uh, send it to our PayPal account. Uh, Just type in uh, at grinding true crimes and there we have a paypal account we've had it for a long time i just totally forgot about it but we do have a, a paypal account and that's uh at grinding true crimes so um there you can uh donate if you like to okay listener's discretion is advised we do get into details that is uh, graphic and it could be unsuitable for certain audience, so listener's discretion is advised. And from what Todd told us this morning, definitely this this episode is uh, listener's discretion is advised because he did warn us and said that this one is definitely going to uh, hit us hard. So listener's discretion is advised. And if you didn't catch us this morning, uh, we had a live show uh, every Sunday, uh, the last Sunday of the month. Nine AM Pacific time, we go live on Podbean only. So if you uh didn't catch us this morning, you can always go back. We'll post it up later uh on our uh podcast platforms. Is okay. that everything, huh? That's everything. So, Todd Fox, you are going to break down your story <laughs> in case and uh we're not looking forward to it, but we are looking forward to it at the same time. We gotta do what we gotta do.
0: I hear you. It's a a catch-22 on this case. Uh, Yeah, uh, listener discretion is advised in this case. Uh, It it does involve children, and uh, when we were talking about it on the live, it's a case that uh, I left out purposely some stuff because it is really graphic. Uh, It it reminds me a lot of when Matt's case is probably the most graphic, I think, that we've been told over and over, the Albert Fish one. Oh, yeah. You still get comments about that one, about uh, being super graphic because you read the details of the letter, and it had to be done. But, I mean, it's 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 along those lines. So I'm just giving you fair warning on that. Um, today's case is going to be about, it's going to be from Japan. Um, Japan. Japan. Japan, yes. We've, this is our first first one from Japan. From any uh, Asian uh, Country. background. Yeah. Country, yeah. Exactly. Uh, his name is Soimoto Mizaki. Ooh. Yeah. So sometimes I'll... Uh, it took you a long time to practice that name. Huh? It did. <laughs> I, you know, I, I had to pause for a minute and be like, Ah, how do I say this name? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. I, I'm fighting the. Res- I'm trying to resist because this is a serious case. But I do want to try it. But I, maybe I shouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> so um, this is a case that in, in pretty much gripped the entire nation and Tokyo. Everything. This was a, a terrible case. Um, he would be the night stalker of Japan. Um and uh, some of the things we'll discuss on tonight's episode uh, may disturb you because it did me too uh, when I was going down the rabbit hole of researching this case. Um, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna get into this. Uh, this uh, Soimoto Mizaki was born uh, on the twenty first of August in nineteen sixty two in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, now, when he was born, uh, he was he was born. I'm trying to say this right. With not screwing it up, because even I screwed it up when I was writing out the script. But his mother was not his mother. Oh, if that makes sense.
1: Either adopted or stepmom or.
0: You guys have any a See surrogate? Up? No, okay. So his he has a father, his paternal father. He has uh, two, three sisters. Okay. His oldest sister was his mother. His mother, that should have been his mother, raised him. <gasps> Incest, right off the bat.
2: Wait, uh. what?
0: Yeah, so his father impregnated the older sister, and then he was born.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, so that's a rough so start. So she
1: was his sister mom.
0: Mm-hmm, sister mom. And then his, his mom basically wasn't thrilled about it, you know, obviously, but uh, we'll get into why she was able to put up with it. But she wound up raising him as uh, as her own, and he didn't find out about his sister being his mother till after he was already arrested so this was like years years later yeah
2: you know what's crazy i actually know somebody that had that similar situation Ooh, yeah
0: yeah see that's uh yeah that's not cool um wow so when he was born though um you know because incest is not exactly the healthiest thing to do And, uh, it comes out with defects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he had this defect. Uh, he had a few defects as far as personality wise, but he had this defects called made lungs deformity. And I (laughs) want to show you a picture because you could see it right here. You could look it up, but you see that right there? The hands. Oh, Oh. that's what his hand looked like. So basically his, his hands were like, um, um, sort of like a Dracula, very long fingers. Oh, um, the, the wrist part where your thumb comes in is more, enclosed it's not yeah. sticking out like it should and you have no movement in your hands like you can't rotate your wrist it you tiny it is it's fused oh. he so so as a as a youngster he was like that
2: i'm not gonna lie when you said made lungs disease i thought his chest was like encaved or something
0: yeah yeah but no that's that's just what they call it for whatever um so yeah he couldn't he had these like dracula type gargoyle type Hands so those were his hands. Those were those were that was a picture of his actual hands. God. Yeah. Oh. So it's not a good look. Um. So, you know, his father uh, was a very wealthy uh, newspaper owner, and the and he had high respect. And in Japan, wealth gives you respect, honor, and so that plays a big part. So he was, you know, he wanted to keep that incest stuff on the down low, and that's another reason why the wife stuck with him. He had the money. He had the prominence. She kept it quiet. She lives a normal life, well, not normal life, but high society life. If she opens her mouth, dishonor to everybody, um, she's going to get it too. You know what I mean? Because how could you let this go? Because Japanese culture, it's honor is like number one. You know what I mean? Like that's why those back in the day they would, you know, you dishonor really your house. On yeah. Katana blade to your gut. You know, they they rather have suicide. Exactly. Um, wow. So nobody knew about this stuff. They kept kept it on the um, on the down low. Um, but they spoiled him. You know, at an early age, he would get a lot of toys. He liked cameras, taking pictures. Um, how could he? With I mean, I'm not cracking a
2: joke, but it doesn't look like he can grip things <clears throat> with those hands.
0: I don't know how he did it. I mean, like, but he was he would take pictures. Oof. Yeah, he was just he was big in photography. Okay. And Growing up his two younger sisters didn't want to play with him his older sister Pretty much abandoned him because his older sister was his mother and she didn't she was felt she felt guilty So she didn't want nothing to do with him. The younger sisters made fun of his hands all the time He went to school made fun of his hands He would try to keep his hands in his pockets all the time because it's embarrassing You know like like it it, it is a real deformity. It looked ugly.
1: I have a question. I don't know if you're gonna get into it later, Mm -hmm. but This was consensual the sister wanting to sleep with her dad
0: that's not brought up so i don't know if she was raped or whatever but she kept it quiet too so i don't know i don't know and it, and it doesn't state where i look because i look for that too i'm like was this an ongoing thing was he messing with his sister because she was a few years obviously older than than uh than Sonmoto, but she um she was not like she was like 20 or something like that so she was underage so i don't know how long and since it, yeah that sounds like rape Yeah,
1: I I imagine that for her to disconnect completely from the child, then she got some resentment going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she left the house at a at a fairly young age. So she was out of uh, out of the out of the house, and so and she never really went back. Or she's not brought up much as we move on. So, like you said,
2: it must have been she must have been raped.
0: It was a big time disconnect. Um, so um, you know. As he would grow up from the ages of 7 to 10 years old, the family started to neglect him. He began to get a little weird, little, um, he, he, you know, they were spoiling him at first. But then, you know, he, he's a weird looking kid. He's off to his own self uh, in his own little world. And then he's very, very, um, what's that called when, um, um, when you talk about something that's very sensitive to his hands? Mm. So he would lash out in anger if you said anything about his hands. Um, so he, as he became a recluse, uh, his mom would leave the house, which was his sister and, um, his parents were too busy with their prominent lives in, in Tokyo and everything else like that. He had no friends at school. So the only one that actually took an interest in him and actually followed him and showed love to him was his grandfather, his dad's dad. So his dad's dad would, would encourage him to take more pictures. They'd go out in nature. They'd be... Go fishing. Uh, He'd watch him at the park, so they had a really good relationship. So that was like his only.
1: So he took on the dad role.
0: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, so um, and then when he would, he would um, actually have thoughts of suicide at eleven years old, and his grandfather, I guess, read one of his letters and had a heart to heart with him and talked him out of it, and and basically said, "Hey, I love you unconditionally." So, like the the grandfather at least was. Positive. So like for right now in the story, it's like, oh poor guy, you know, poor kid. But later on you're not gonna feel like this at all.
2: Wow. All right.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem with these, you know, because they try to get like how everything started, but like it but if you were to stop the case right here, you'd be like, Oh man, it sucks, you know yeah, poor kid. Life. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's given a bad hand right out the bat. But, well, pun intended. <laughs> I didn't even realize what I did until I said it, and then you. Oh my god, that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was unintentional. Well, but... I got you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Fist bump. <laughs> um, he also had a really big thing for comic books and anime loved anime and over there at that time in the especially early, in japan yeah, yeah early 80s this is this is around the early 80s um or late 70s actually late 70s um he he was big into the comics and, and anime and anime was huge huge yeah dragon ball z was coming around that's gonna play a part later on by the way the comic the, uh, the, the comics, comics and anime oh yeah right. yeah <clears throat> so um he would start to invi- uh go to school being called co- uh, high school and uh, he would consider himself invisible, like he because he just felt like he couldn't have any relationships with any girls. No one paid him any kind of time, and uh, everyone was just like, you know, the boys didn't want to be around him. He wasn't cool looking. He wasn't, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he began to prep for college, but his grades would take an uh, enormous dump. Um, because, really? yeah, he was he was shooting for something in his dad's field. You know, like in in business and stuff like that. And then he's like, no, I want to do photography. And the family was pissed. They were like, no, you know, don't waste your time on your hobby. You know, you should get a real job. You know, honor the family. Keep the business going. He's like, I don't want to be a part of that. So he started. He wanted to make his own trailblazing course. So because of that and the inner fighting and everything else like that, um, do you think he lashed out at all?
2: I'm going to say he did lash out.
0: Okay, Gabby.
1: I mean, it would make sense because everybody's pressuring him, and he wants to do his own thing. So that's gonna piss him off.
0: And what do you? Th- and how do you think he lashed out? You guys are both right. Um, involving a camera. I'll give you that hint.
2: I'm going to
1: pictures of his family.
2: I'm gonna say he started being a pervert or something. And started taking pictures of, you know, I don't know, a voyeurism
0: circle gets the square matt what? get it yeah matt got Bam! it <laughs> yeah he um he basically began to go to his high school in the locker room and he began to um take pictures of girls uh he set up a camera to where um you could it's, I don't know how he did it back then, but I know they had far superior um, stuff at the time. Like you know, how, like when video game systems come out here, they're already in Japan like a yeah, year a are. year yeah. before. They're advanced, they yeah. Are. But he had some sort of camera in the girl's toilet to take pictures of them using in the restroom. The toilet? Yeah, like like maybe underneath the rim or something like that, like a small oh, wow. one. What? Yeah, like a, spy, like a spy camera. Yeah, like it was a spy camera. Um, he made a hole in the wall so he could take pictures of them undressing. Uh yeah. He um he was turning into quite the pervert. He
1: was pervy all right.
0: So yeah. but here's here's the other problem though, and you know how kids can tease. So it's one thing to have those really deformed ugly hands. Somehow some way, maybe because of the pervert stuff that went around. It's not stated who started it, why it started. If someone saw him in the locker room, but they began to make fun of him because okay, this, I'm just saying this is a stereotype but Asians aren't exactly well-endowed. It's from we're... we're that's, you know, the, that's the stereotype. That's a stereotype. So, using uh, Gabby's term, the Wang was not sufficient. It was, was kind of small.
2: He had a small Wang.
0: So, the rumor went around that he had a small Wang and not just a small Wang.
2: Abnormally My, small Wang.
0: We're talking like, like the Golden State Killer pencil size. So... <laughs> Matt's face! That's. So, so super.
2: Barely there.
0: Super skinny. Oh. So, like. So, like, I guess they would call him, like, the number two pencil.
2: Oh, that's cold, man. And stuff. Oh, he was getting
1: bullied now. I'm
0: not laughing at the guy for his
2: small wing, but I'm just saying, that's (laughs) jacked up, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. And. Since, and, and so, I mean, he was made fun of, it's because it's one thing to have a small penis, yeah, but then it's another to have it, pen, you know, pencil. because at least if you have a small penis, maybe the girth is there and you can still do something with it, not to get too, uh, you know. Detailed. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you're going to have a, a lot of like, are you in kind re- references, you know? So with that being said, in the honor of, of getting some sort of comedy into this case, I'm going to tell you a few small penis jokes. This just, so a, just before we get into stuff. so That they said? <laughs> well, the, I imagine that he was told. Oh, okay, so, okay. so picture this is some of the kids telling him a joke, you know, and him having to hear it. So I'm going to throw this in there just, just to lighten things up before we go too deep. So if you guys don't like this, bear with me. Um, but uh, what do hackers from movies uh, and guys with small dicks have in common? Hackers? Yeah, hackers.
2: With? With guys
0: with small penises have in common.
2: And uh, movies and smoke. Uh, Give up? Yeah.
0: Ah, they both have to say, I'm in. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Why do uh, people say white guys have small dicks?
2: White
1: guys?
0: Yeah.
2: I never heard of that. I'm not.
0: uh. Because they're Caucasian.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
2: that's
0: a good one. That's and then here I changed my password to my dick, but my PC said it's too small. <laughs> uh we'll what you, a good one? What do you call a woman who loves small dicks? Hopefully your girlfriend.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh d-
0: Okay, so we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> Let's move on, guys. Let's move on. For the next one. <laughs> so I just had to embrace some comedy. I'm By the right. way, guys, before
2: you even try to comment on us, <laughs> we did, God, ha, Todd had, not said Todd, Todd had <laughs> to throw in some comedy on this one because it is definitely going to be more graphic. Later down the line, right, Todd? Absolutely. So there's have- no joke, and we're not joking about any victims. If you guys start saying anything,
0: yeah, those are random penis jokes. So
2: random. We had to say we got to say that now. Exactly. People- yeah.
0: Yeah. Sucks. I know. It's all the disclaimer. Um. So getting back to it, I'm sorry for being a douche, but <laughs> nah, I had to get into it. Um. <laughs> see, because because right here, right at the bat, you know, like Matt said, we're gonna jump right into it right now. I think the comedy stops right here because. In that same year with all the penis jokes that he was enduring, um, the hand stuff, the struggling in high school, him peeping and just being an overall dirtbag, he gets into another side of a serial killer, future serial killer. Um, He begins to abuse animals. And um, the family dog, with those disgusting hands of his, strangled it to death.
1: What?
2: Wow.
0: Strangled it to
1: death. He had strength in those hands.
0: Apparently,
2: yeah. I. Those hands, I'm not trying to make fun of the it guy. Like they can't even move. It don't look mm-hmm. like he can grip. Like if it doesn't, doesn't look like, like he can move the fingers, it doesn't right? Look like he can move his finger. It looks plastic.
0: Yeah,
1: it looks no, It looks like a dead man's hand.
0: He would wear gloves sometimes to hide them, but still, I mean, you you still see the shape. I I don't know how he strangled the dog, but he strangled the dog. And then and then you think that's bad, you know. If you like cats, he boiled a cat alive. <gasps> In a, in a crock pot or, or some sort of pot on the stove. So he's got oh. some deep-seated issues just like right off the bat. He's like, he's getting worse as we go along. He's angry. <clears throat> he sure is. And um, he began to draw comics. He was, you know, with those hands, he's able to do some stuff. I, I mean, mean, he could take pictures. He can draw. Then he must have some strength in his hands. Yeah. I mean, he was just all up into comics, drawing comics, doing sickening stuff like that, uh, taking pictures, um, doing... You know, photography um, and also peeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a creep. So in 1982, you would think that a, a boy or a, a young man like himself doing the things he was doing would get caught. Because at this time now, he just doesn't give a f. He's he's walking into girls' locker rooms, and he's literally. There's an instance where he lifted a girl's shirt. Oh, and that's not. She's not restrained. She's just walking in the locker room, lifts her shirt, and takes a quick pick. What? Yeah. And oh. what did she do? She complained to the, the, the staff?
1: She didn't punch him?
0: No. But she complains to the staff, right? And you would think, okay, he's getting expelled. He's in college. That's that's you can't do that. You know, you should be arrested.
1: Especially in Japan.
0: In Japan they said, ah. Alright. <laughs> that was <What>? it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not even a slap on the wrist. Well, I mean, don't they have like like the women rights out there? Not women's rights, but they they kind of look down on women out in certain countries and stuff like that. Sure
0: point, yes. And
2: it was in the eighties. Women, yes. kind of still didn't have. I see the point. You get know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm just saying back then women didn't really have the voice or was yeah, really kind of demeaned. So
1: big. Why wouldn't you pull probably up to on honor it? to men? Yeah, but she could bring this out. True honor is so big, and you're a college, you don't want that.
2: I'm just saying, this was the 80s back then. It wasn't like gay rights wasn't really, you still had to be in the closet back then, and women's rights wasn't really as prominent as it is now. You know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah, and it could have been too the honor of his father who, who his father was, maybe kept him out of trouble. But all indications was he he offended multiple times. And was not given any sort of like he would walk up and say inappropriate sexual things to women as well, and was never disciplined whatsoever. So not even not even a write up. Wow!
1: have slashed his face. So
0: far, it's getting bad. Like, think about it. You, you, if you or me walked up to a girl and said, "Hey, show me your boobs," you know, either that you are going to get punched by the girl. The significant other or beat up or, or talk trash or, you you know, you're going to be all over social media, you know, because it's a different time. But they're in Japan, like you said, different set of rules, different culture, um, different time period. Again, nothing was done to this guy. And it was multiple times. So, um,
1: so he's just out there. He don't care anymore.
0: Yeah. And the Johnsons that were in charge of things, they were just like, hey, well, that's OK. You know, you can <laughs> ask a girl <laughs> once or twice, but just don't do it three times now. you hear? You know, and they were just stuck with it. Both they, they sure Johnson do. Yeah. They're in Japan now. Everybody knows of the Tokyo Hillbillies, you know. Just, it is what it is. <laughs> well, and and here's something else that's going to make you, your skin crawl. <clears throat> and this is what I didn't even realize like, like I did not realize that is an advanced country as that is again you couldn't get a Super Nintendo here when they first came out because they came out two years prior in Japan so technology things like that you would think that's a more of advanced society and culture and they're more on top of things so he began to get into porn and not just any kind of porn hardcore porn he got into videos that were back then this is before the internet so he's able to I mean literally when you walked into his room he had six of them. was oh,
2: no, Sharpening be. the pencil. Oh, <laughs> wow. That, that, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Was that
0: code for his family? Like, hey, uh, not, not a sock on the door, but they were like, hey, if I'm sharpening my pencil, stay out of my room.
1: Yeah, room. Give <laughs> <made> me privacy.
0: <laughs> I got the number two doing the number one. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you walk into his room, and, and the police pictures from later on, it looked like a blockbuster video. He had... From the floor to the the ceiling and on the floor in boxes like videos, DV, not DVDs but VHSs, of of porn, anime, and uh, like comic book stuff. But it was mostly porn. Wow. The parents didn't know. They didn't care. they didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't really care about Because at this time he's like in his early twenties. So, <clears throat> so he's like hibernating in there. He doesn't have a real job. He kind kind of quit college, but he had hardcore porn. He had uh, military, like like execution type videos, like where they kill people, um, dismemberment videos, and this is the one that's really gonna piss you off, and it pissed me off to know that this was a thing. Child pornography was legal in J- in Japan till 1999. Stop it. Well after this case.
2: That is disgusting. Are you serious?
0: 1999 they finally banned and outlawed child pornography
2: and he had some
0: he had a bunch What? because it was legal
2: that's what i'm saying In other countries certain things that's a happen. bad
1: sign right i'm with with the whole thing that you said about the killings and dismemberments mm-hmm. people that enjoy watching that something's not okay there
0: and the yeah and but the thing is too i mean imagine how the links you have to go through it to get it nowadays you have to, re- I mean, back then it was, you could walk into a sex store maybe and grab it. Yeah. And, and it's so disgusting to know that that was a thing. And that was, that we're talking less than 25 years ago. That's gross.
1: I had no idea that. that, was that disgusting.
0: I, wow. I had to look it up. I literally had to look it up because I didn't believe it. And then, I
1: really then, thought they would have had like worse laws in
0: here. Yeah. Oh. But, but then it made sense to me because I was thinking 10 years ago, I heard about them having vending machines to where you can get used panties from supposed teenagers or young yes, young adults, used panties.
1: I know that's a thing, but
2: I didn't know you can go in public and get it from a vending machine. You
0: can get it from a vending machine.
2: Japanese people I wouldn't say people, I hear I heard that in Japan sex is like heavy, like big out
0: there. It's huge but under wraps. Like they don't under
2: wrap, yeah. They don't pro- broadcast it, but it's heavy out there. And they do I have heard the anime. They're big on porn. The porn but, they, do, they do they do crazy. Why when they look at the anime girls, they like very barely, barely their clothing and stuff like that. It's really big out there, but it's under
0: wraps. That's why they're saying like characters like Sailor Moon that came over here where a lot of parents were like, "Oh, she's too revealing." revealing. Cuz I I heard about that when I was growing up, but like back over there, people freak out about that too because like they're like, "Oh, you're exposing our children." To you know, boobs and stuff like that. I mean, because over there again, like you said, like over here in America, we're like, oh yeah, they're having a sex orgy place, you know, or you can go there and, and have like an orgy or, or you know, it's it's out there. Like there, it's more behind closed doors. But like Matt said, maybe they're into kinkier stuff than we are, and they're more about that. So it's when like
1: it, the saying that the quieter ones
0: are, like, the <laughs> yeah, maybe Ooh. that that's what it is, you know. So so maybe you have a prominent lawyer and and his psychiatrist wife. And, and you're thinking, oh, they're so, like, they're so, uh, what do you call it, The upstanding, they're so, like, um, um uh, what is it called? They're normalized, but then you realize, oh, they're freaks, you know, yeah. maybe if you get to know them. So, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to believe, 1999, they finally outlawed and banned child pornography. So the other thing I thought about was it's not, you know, if it's outlawed, that means it's illegal. So that means when it was legal, They're taking kids and doing that stuff. I mean, that's just sickening. I can't
1: believe that could be legal anywhere.
0: I didn't think so either, but I I went to several sites and it was freaking legal.
1: That makes me lose a lot of respect for Japan. I had no clue. Well,
2: that was back in 1999. It's
1: still disgusting. People from 1999 are still alive now. And those freaking things that they're used to, they don't let go
0: That's true. Yep. That's true. Well, here's, here's a, a turning point. Sometimes in these serial killer lives, we, we we either they get away with something or something triggers them, right? So he's already on the edge. He was already a guy that was just like a terrible, terrible person already. Yeah. Now you've lost all respect for him, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So, so in 1988, the only person that was close to him passed away, his grandfather. And so they're thinking around that time, you know, now he's about 25, 26 years old, something's going to happen, you know, like, like he's going to go over the edge. And... Uh, he he did. His two younger sisters that were still living in the house—they were about almost twenty years old. He started asking them to take pictures or taking pictures of them, in, in undress. Yeah, he started going after them, Praying on his own sisters.
1: It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, when you say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I mean, it doesn't
2: shock me, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And around the age of twenty-five, almost twenty-six, an incident happened to where we don't have a specific date. But he was preying on his younger sister, and he started to undress her, and she was fighting back at him. So, he dragged her into the bathroom and slammed her head on the bathtub. <gasps> so, she kind of, like, knocks out, starts bleeding heavily. The mom goes in there and says, what are you doing, yelling at him and stuff like that, which is not his real mom. So, he takes it upon himself to start beating her up.
1: What? he it's starts out of control now. He starts
0: punching and kicking her and and throwing her down the father comes up there and this is another thing again different culture can't really speak for them but he comes up and instead of beating the crap out of his son he just shakes his head in dishonor and he's like he's like get out of here and he just like gets you know and and when asked later why didn't he do nothing why didn't he report it his official quote was i've told him all his life to be a certain way, and he doesn't listen, so why should I tell him now? So, again, no consequence, not even a strict talking to.
1: It doesn't affect him to see his wife and his daughter beat up.
0: He thought the way of him looking down on him and the dishonor, and the fact that he walked in there and was just like told him in a, in a, in a real, like, disgusted way that he felt about him would be enough for him to change and enough for him to see the error in his ways.
1: This is stupid. Yeah, (laughs) really stupid.
0: I mean, I don't get it. Again,
2: like Todd said, can't speak for can't speak for everyone. Can't speak for them in that country. But
0: dishonor. That's still stupid.
2: I guess dishonor flows heavier than than physical discipline.
0: Yeah, I know. If Gabby was there, I mean, it'd be a different. It'd be like, okay, I need a magnifying glass to find your wang, but we're cutting it off.
2: (laughs) Why'd you do that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's there somewhere. I'm gonna chop it. Give me a minute. (laughs) Let me put my glasses on. (laughs) Oh my goodness! But uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. But if I had a son,
2: and I saw him beating up on my wife and his (coughs) his sisters, hey man, yeah, yeah, I'll beat the. Oh, I'm not advocating violence, but I would definitely beat some sense into him on that day. Absolutely.
0: So, wow, August twenty first, nineteen eighty eight. Is his birthday, so he turned twenty six on might that nineteen eighty eight. He turned twenty six. Oh, okay.
1: August he was born. August
0: twenty first, another August baby. August. Uh, my
1: dad is August.
0: Oh wow! Well, you gotta watch him. Oh, <laughs> my yeah, temper. He might put something in those tacos. Oh no! Yeah. no. <laughs>
1: Good thing my mom's the one cooking that. There you
0: go. <laughs> so, um, this is the next day. So we have a date. Uh oh. Um. August 22nd, 1988, nobody, because of the incident that had just occurred about a month earlier with his mom and sister, no family around, his grandpa would, would be one of the only ones to celebrate the birthday, he has no friends, uh, his videos are his friends, his number two is his friends, um, he, he wanted to give himself a birthday present, and unfortunately, the birthday present that he chose would be nothing that any of us would choose. Um, He ran into a four-year-old by the name of Mari Kon- Kono, oh, no. uh, and here's a, again different. Is that a, is that a boy or a girl? It's a little girl. Okay. Um, Here's the thing, too. This is 1988. Again, different time period. But why are you letting your your kid, a four-year-old, out in the out and about? And we're talking about like in an in an area which is high density, a lot of people apartment complex to apartment complex. But again, you don't let your little kid walk around.
1: Four years
0: old. Four years old. She was walking to the neighbor's apartment complex to play with a friend. He caught her before she made it to the other apartment complex, which was just next door. And he asked her um, if she would want some candy, and he would take some pictures and to get in the car. And she's four years old. What does she know? She gets in the car. And (sighs) And it's um, it's not fair. I mean, you can't really, you know, fault the little girl. She should have had someone no. watching her. So She's preschooler. <clears throat> yeah, if that. Yeah. Um. He began to drive off in his car, which was a Nissan Langley. So remember that. It's a Nissan Langley, early '80s car. Um, she began to cry. Um, he didn't want to attract attention to himself, so he kind of, like, pushed her down in the car. They drove 30 minutes away to a, a park area and they had, like, a, a trail, and he walked her into the trail, and he would give her candy, try to keep her calm, <clears throat> but she began to cry because it was a long trip. 30-minute walk into the park. For a 4 year For a four-year-old, that's a long way. Sure is. And so when he felt that she was making too much noise, he decided to strangle her. Yeah. At four years old. Um, so he then, and here's where it's going to get worse. And I left, like, again, I left a lot of stuff out cause I didn't want to get too details, but, um, he started to undress the girl, um, oh, yeah. and uh, began to do sexual things with her after she had passed. Um, so he would, um, leave the, uh, the body there, and uh, go home, and then he an epiphany happened, and he decided I'm going to go back. So he went back into the to the forest to her body, and no easy way to say this, but he took an axe and he chopped off her limbs. Oh God! So her head, arms, and legs, then left the torso. And he took those as trophies. Came back to the house. Um, he began to uh, cook the flesh off the off the head, and then just bury the the skull in his backyard. Kept the the hands and feet and legs in a box. Then decided to go back to get the torso, where he left some body parts and um, organs brought back the remaining of the torso and cremated it. So it was all in a 24-hour period. What? Yeah. So when he's in the process of doing this, the police are rarely getting the investigation call that the four-year-old's missing. So the Kono family are, <clears throat> you know, are... Um, and
1: this is back home to his parents or he's on his own
0: now? No, he's on his parents' house. <clears throat> yeah. So he doesn't have a house. He's too, he's too uh, useless as a, as a human being to have his own house. So he's living at mommy and daddy's house.
1: And nobody's there to see all this.
0: No. The there was three witnesses that saw the, the little girl get in the car. There was a cleaning lady and two nine year olds. And they described um, a uh what, what the wrong car. They described not a Nissan Langley, they described like a Camry or something like that. It was a Toyota type car. And they said it was a short pudgy guy when he had gloves on. And so which was, was him, he had curly black hair, but that's all they had to go on. nothing else so the police at the time the kono family were like hey you know we're um uh you know we want to get our missing you know we're trying to put the word out with the media and everything else like that because that stuff in that japan japanese area uh, you know close to tokyo didn't happen uh, child abductions weren't a thing but the police they weren't johnson's they figured this a four-year-old like that they haven't gotten a ransom note like right away you know the kid's likely gone like they they were already investigating it as a murder, so that was that was pretty sad out the gate.
1: Dang,
0: yeah. Um,
1: and this is only the beginning, Todd. I- this is the
0: beginning, right here. Oh god. So, but we're gonna get through his crimes pretty quick, but just that's pretty. Um, and so, so again, it, it's bad enough you did this to the family. Um, but he's also a troll. A troll. Yeah. He's a troll he's a troll.
2: He's
1: gonna call
0: in the family. He he writes a postcard from. It says from Tokyo, and on the postcard, and the cops thought it was a prank by a kid. So that's where they were, Johnsons. They they didn't they didn't take it seriously. But the first postcard that came to the mom, all it says is, "There are devils that walk amongst us." That was it. Um, Man,
1: I will never understand this disgustingness in humans. What could be so attractive to you sexually <clears throat> about a child?
0: Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It was like what you guys talked about on the live with the Kenda thing. So, I mean,
1: you could pay people to accept your freaking pencil for you to have a good time. Yeah. As long as they get their money. Yep. And you got to go prey on children.
0: Yep. Innocent young children that had nothing to do with anything.
2: In his, in his mind, he might have been embarrassed. Of how small he was, that a, a grown a woman would probably laugh or uh, make him feel self-conscious. So, you know, he probably feel like, well, a smaller kid or a, a kid, you know, wouldn't. But I'm not, I'm not, i am not i am not him at all.
1: Anybody shouldn't it be adults. What do kids do to you? What What does a four year old do to you?
2: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's, he probably felt like his hit with his small package could only fit. Even so, no package. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm not justifying, but it's sickening.
0: <clears throat> it is. It is. And, um, you know, after that postcard, four weeks went by, they they interviewed, like, 600 people. Like, they were trying. The, the police, I mean, one thing I'll say about this one, the police, it wasn't a... The police really tried in this case. I mean, they really right. tried. Yeah, but, but, they're, but in an area where there's so many high-density people, there's a lot of people there... You know it's it's people coming and going you know it's it's hard to zero in on on one specific person so Could have been anyone. yeah exactly exactly Gabby. so um this this case went cold so six weeks later though after the the, the disappearance um the next victim was Masami Yoshinawa she was seven years old and a first grader um, he would convince her to get in his car almost the same way he would take her to the woods same as the same area as the first victim um he would strangle her as well as soon as he got to the right place of the woods that he preferred um he left her body to rot in the woods um but he did some pretty terrible things to her body before he was done with her as well um and um so she would be there and not discovered but she would be as far as a missing persons case it would be another mm-hmm. missing persons case but again the police were were already starting to think okay this is too and similar situation they didn't want to call it and freak out the people but internally they were think they were taking it as a serial killer or a serial serial abductor mm. like they knew something was going on um
1: so they didn't warn anybody at this point no
0: that's the problem that's the only thing that did why don't they do that I don't know i mean
1: they don't like to make people panic because sometimes it interferes with their investigation mm -hmm. but at the same time you gotta keep everybody else safe people gotta know that this is going on
0: yeah and that's the thing too like they the press knew about the the kono one because the parents reached out to the press and they were like please bring you know they were making public addresses like please bring my daughter home Uh, but this one was kind of like swept under the rug they didn't attribute this one the media didn't get uh, the media didn't even know about this one either so they were trying to like just keep it on a down low. But, uh, yeah, as Gabby's, or as we'll find out later. Gabby's right. You know, they should have spoke up because of what happens later. Um, the next one would be, uh, unfortunately a four year old by the name of Erica Namba. Uh, she was returning from a playmates house. So almost the same thing as the Kono girl. Um, again, four years old. What the hell are you doing by yourself? Um, he took her out in the outskirts to a different park. um, This little four-year-old begged not to have pictures taken of her, and he kept trying to, like, get her in stages of undress. She said no. She kept crying. This would frustrate him. And um, he um, began to strangle her. And once he strangled and murdered her almost instantaneously, a car pulled up behind him, and he didn't. So he freaked out, turned it on, and... Took off, was driving down this hilly area, lost control, and he went into a ditch. And there's, you know, there's traffic going up and down. People saw him crash, so he's he's freaking out because he's like, "Holy crap! You know, I got a dead body in my car." So he's thinking of himself. He doesn't give a crap about anybody else. So he takes a sheet, wraps the body up, runs into the forest, leaving the car in the ditch. So he takes the four-year-old into the into the forest, a good ways in. By the time he comes out. There's like three or four people, good Samaritans, trying to help push the car out of the ditch. And then he just walks up, and then he gets in the car. He helps, you know, to get the car out. And the two people that help him mostly to push the car out, he starts it up and takes off. Doesn't say thank you, doesn't. And and the, the two people were like thinking, that's weird. You know, like, here we are. We took time out of our hands to help him out, and this dude just... Gets in the car and drives not off. Not
1: just that, but how do you leave your car and then come back yeah. to it?
0: Suspicious, right? Yeah. So they kept that in their head, you know, like because they were like. I hope they took the license plate. No. Oh. Wow. No. <laughs> no. Wow. Unfortunately not. Um. So at this time, now you got three abductions, you know, in a in rather short period of time. So now you have a special victims unit being called in, formed. A task force is starting. And they're like, hey, you know, we're we're gonna put more men on the streets. And um, it would be about <clears throat> about a couple weeks later. A couple road workers would find Erica's little shoe on the side of the road, mm. right where that ditch was. Mm-hmm. And so the they the task force calls out 200 policemen and they send them into the forest. They're like, you know what? Maybe this killer, you know, there's nothing around here. Let's go through the forest. Let's comb it. So smart. And it didn't take them long. They went in there and they found Erica's body. Mm. So she she was tied up. Even though she was dead, she tied up to a tree. Yeah. So she was found uh, in the in the woods, um, with nylon stockings, like mm. like around the wrist and the, and the and the the feet. And this pissed off the police. The police were angry at this. They were very upset because a lot of them had young kids themselves. So they were very upset. Um, so much so that a few of them needed counseling. So, um, so what happened was, um, they put this on the, the news and the news began to cover the three abductions now. So now people are finding, oh, oh crap. We have a serial abductor. They found a body. Now the media is like, okay, we got most likely two other girls we haven't found yet. dead. We found the one. And so now that that goes on the news, the two guys that helped you know, push the car out of the ditch, come forward, and they say, hey, you know, we were there. There was a guy in the, in the ditch. And we helped push his car out. The police were like, okay, let us know the, the details of the car. What did he look like? They gave the same description of the, the man from the first abduction, but they gave the wrong car. Again? They, How they, do
1: people not know what car?
0: Instead of a Nissan Langley, they said it was a Toyota Corolla. And in that wow. time period, and still to this day, Toyota Corollas are the most you know, popular car in Asian countries, including America. There's Toyota Corollas are everywhere. So imagine in a a country that big and the police, all they have to do or all they have to go on is a silver Toyota Corolla. There's millions of those. Yeah. And this is pre-internet. Again, you're having to go through all the records hand by hand to try to find a silver Corolla and try to link that to someone. Who's the owner of the car? Where's this car at? You know, that's so,
1: just giving him time.
0: Yeah. And so now at the time, because of that, they're pulling in police officers from all over Japan. So you have 500 dedicated police officers working to this case. Yeah, they're throwing everything they have at it. Because parents are... are... Better now? Yeah. Damn. I gotta, that's like three times I got to edit. Um. So here's a here's the other part of this case too. Reminds me of the Golden State Killer. The families started getting prank calls, and hang up calls, heavy breathing calls. It was him. Mm. It was him. He's he's tormenting the families.
2: Why though, man? Why you do that?
0: Yep. And. Here's one that's going to make you even more upset. <clears throat> so Mari was the first victim, correct? Yeah. Um they receive a box. Oh no. At their doorstep. Um in the box are pictures of what Mari was wearing. Uh the just the clothes la- laid out on a bed, on a foreign bed. So wow. he has the clothes. Um two Ziploc bags one containing 10 small teeth oh, no. and one containing ashes and a letter that's that was read um that was well, not a letter but <clears throat> words that said investigate cremate suffocate prove it
2: yo that's harsh
0: yeah the father and mother found that So, this is like... He's the worst of the worst. Yeah, he's... Yo. He's there.
1: Freaking devil. Damn
0: demon. So, the Konos getting this stuff, they talked to the police, police, they sent them the stuff, the police were able to verify those things are real, they sent it to a doctor, Dr. Johnson. This is pre-DNA... He checked it out for a day and said, "These, this is not your daughter's." What? What? Yeah. And so, they were under the. Uh, how the, did he uh,
2: not think it was her?
0: That's not said, but he came to his conclusion that that's someone else. That's not you. But daughter. he
2: had her clothes.
0: He said that the teeth and the ashes did not belong. I don't. I don't know how you come up to that conclusion. I don't think you can run DNA off of ashes. Exactly. So. I mean the teeth you probably could The teeth yeah
2: probably it's but dentists. the ashes is like it's dust like
0: But the thing was they were eject they were taken out of the jaw so the jaw wasn't together so you know I don't know how that works.
2: Oh he's
1: sick.
0: Yeah I mean <clears throat> so this is this is pretty bad. Um <sighs> So what happened was it got to the news that they got this stuff, that it wasn't the kid, that it was might have been someone else. So the Konos came out again and said, you know, obviously the pictures are real. Please where's my daughter? You know, maybe you got her in different clothes, blah blah blah. This pissed off the Because he's like, No, I sent you the real stuff. That so they didn't believe They didn't yeah. so so he sent them a picture of the body. Oh man. Before he before did before he chopped it. Mhm. And um he also said that you Try another investigator because that is your daughter. He claimed it again. So he wrote another letter. So this got to the uh, the news and then demonstrations started. A lot of people were angry at the police that that this hasn't been solved yet. They were doing public demonstrations, save our children. You know, what are you doing? They were angry at the police. So every police station in the area, they had, you know, like people protesting. They were upset. They were like, dude, you gotta do something. Three kids, you know. This guy's terrorizing. You know, like, find him. And...
1: Yeah, I to see their kid like that, and then in pieces.
0: Yeah. So, like, they brought in handwriting experts to look at the letter. They were doing everything they possibly could, but they couldn't find him, and then they brought in profilers, and the profiler said that you're looking for a single uh, Asian man with a, with a um, problem sexually, and also a recluse. So it's gonna be hard to find, because this guy's gonna be... By himself, kind of huddled in uh, into porn. So they nailed all the stuff. It's just finally.
1: Is his family watching all this?
0: Well, yeah, his dad runs a newspaper, but they're not picking up that the son is. So he's writing
2: about his. You've seen how disgusting his son is.
0: Yeah, he's probably he probably has people writing for his newspaper on the articles, and yeah, and he knows how disgusting his son is, and they're not putting two to two and two together.
2: It probably doesn't even cross his mind.
0: He's probably at a disconnect anyway. He doesn't like him. You know what but I mean?
1: But it's stupid. He was trying to abuse his own sister. What does that tell you?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Automatically, the light bulb should click. Crap, my kid.
2: Mm-hmm. Might mm, not. Might not click. Yep.
1: How in denial do you have to be to know that your
2: son is Some a Some people sicko? are so wrapped up in their own lives and business that it doesn't even click about other things.
0: Yep. So... As much heat is going on in this case right now and all over the country, there, there, um, he goes to a playground and starts to try to take pictures of these kids. But these aware parents were were like, you know, they they weren't even his their kids, but they saw this guy creeping on these kids, and they run over there and they chase him out of the park. So at least you know, some people are waking up to the yeah. whole thing. Like, hey, you know, danger, stranger danger. That's yeah. not
1: a waking up. You yes. got this going on. Pin the stupid bastard to the floor and call the cops.
0: But he gets away. He gets away. And the cops were the cops were there, but he 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 got away. And again, he probably drove right past him because he's driving a Nissan Langley and they're thinking, okay, perpetrator and a Corolla. Where's Corolla. a Corolla? Yep. They don't see him. And he's just like mm, waiting with those messed up hands. You know. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so the next day or five days later, Anako Ayota. Uh, was playing by herself in a park. Again, five years old. Where the hell are the parents? Um, He asked her to take pics. She agreed. Went into the car. Uh, Once he gave her candy, uh, she made a mistake that she didn't know was a mistake. And she giggled at his hands. Made a comment about his hands. To where his whole plan was to do the same thing he did with the other two girls and three girls and take them out to the woods and stuff. He pulled over and strangled her right there. He was so angry that she went out and talked about his hands. That was his trigger. That was his trigger. So he killed another one, the fourth one. <sighs> um, he would put her in the trunk, and he would take her home. Um, this part, is again, is graphic. Um, he tied her up, posed her in various states of nudity, including taking pictures close up of her privates, inserting things, Just all kinds of just wretched stuff. Um, He would then also chop her body up like he did before uh, with the first one with Kono. But he would take the torso and leave it in a public restroom for some reason. What? There's a public restroom at a cemetery that he just left the torso in the public restroom in a bag. For people to see.
2: This guy has got...
0: He's thick. Now, here's the other part that he ups it. If you think he couldn't up it anymore, he upped it right here.
2: It's worse?
0: It's worse, yeah. He upped the, the pravity even more. So, he turned it up a notch. So, he, again, chopped off the limbs. The first one he kept as, as you know. with trophy. Trophy. He threw these on the grill. And no, he, he didn't. He ate the skin. No. He, Where
1: the Ephesus family?
0: I have no... In his backyard. In, his in their backyard? backyard. In their backyard, he grilled up the hands and, and legs and partook. And whatever he didn't eat, he cremated.
2: Yo, this is...
0: That's... Yeah. How could...
2: I, I'm sorry, but how did they not know none of this was going on? Like, there's no way. And I'm quite sure he chopped it up. Chop their bodies up inside their house too.
0: Well, he he did the one. Yeah, he the did the one, one and but then I'm he, just saying, yeah, How
2: yeah. did they not know?
0: I I don't know if they if they had such busy schedules they weren't home, but yeah, good. Yeah, its yeah, so I don't know how how it went down like that. I, I I don't know how they didn't see it because again he's digging holes in their backyard too. So,
1: and neighbor to neighbor, like nobody. Mm
2: -mm. I mean, they probably thought it was just a normal dish that he was making.
0: I I mean, I guess you know, but um, but this, um, (sighs) no one knew that this was the um, you know, the 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 victim's fate of the five of the five year old and everything. Um, but once they found the torso the next day the police went and were trying to figure out okay we don't we have a headless body no limbs no fingerprints you know like how are we going to figure this case out fortunately fortunately when they took the body in for autopsy and they put on the news that there was a birthmark they showed a picture of the birthmark on the stomach the mother saw it on television and knew that was her daughter because she was missing she had the birthmark and then she was able to tell the police Exactly what she fed her daughter the last meal that she had. So when they went in and did the autopsy, same stomach content. So they were able to affirm that was her daughter. Mm-hmm. That's the only way she was able to figure that out.
1: How do these parents sleep and live for the rest of their lives knowing their daughter was found just with her torso?
0: <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's bad enough to... <sighs> it would be, ba- be bad enough if my 14-year-old daughter went missing. You know what i mean like like i would feel like that's my responsibility four-year-old though come on i don't don't care how how
1: safe you feel or where you live i don't give a damn it's your child your responsibility why are they not with you
0: yeah i wouldn't let my you know me like when we lived by the high school i wouldn't let my 16, 17 year old walked to school and that and that was like a block and a half away.
2: Like right around the corner. Yeah,
0: I I still refuse. I drove them there. I had yep. my dad take them. Yep. And I've so already remember.
1: seen things are happening. Why are you still letting your kids out alone?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I'm sorry, but when it gets to this point, these parents should be to blame too.
0: And here so so we're as we're winding down, because I know I know this is a heavy case for everybody. <clears throat> um he runs into a pair of sisters at another park seven and nine years old Mm -hmm. he talks to them for a good little while he takes pictures of them trying to get them you know he's like oh look at these fun little pictures i got because by now he's got like the whole polaroid one you know the instant one and um he convinces the seven-year-old to get in the car the nine-year-old was smart and she's like i don't want to go i don't want to go and she's like don't go and then but by the time she she's like i'm gonna go tell dad she goes to tell dad he's gone he already took the seven-year-old oh man so she gets to the the father and you know soimoto his mistake was he didn't park close to the the park he was on the other side of the park towards in into the woods so fortunately the nine-year-old got over there and was told the to father in time the father knew what was going on in the news and was like oh my god you know he freaked out and so he he gets up grabs a stick and they start running into the forest like where would he go where'd he go so the daughter's running with him, and they're running into the forest. And they start to hear a little bit of, like, crying. And they go. he goes behind this tree, and right there, Soimoto is molesting his daughter, like, right behind this tree. And so in a fit of rage, he comes over there and nails him over the, the yes. top of the head. Yes. Starts beating the snot out of him, like, just, like, beating him yes. really, really good. Yes. So finally, he's getting some come up. Yes, but the problem is his seven and nine year olds start to run the opposite way because they're in fear and they're screaming, and his fatherly instinct kicks in and he leaves Soimoto on the ground and he's like, "My girls are—I don't want them to get lost. I just got them," and so you know the other one's naked still, you know, you know they're they're running away in, in fear, rightfully so, and they're scared that their dad's in a fight with this guy, so he takes off after his girls, but as he does, stumbling to his to his feet, Soimoto gets to to you know gets to his feet, gets his head right, and runs off. So by the time the father meets up with the mom, gives him the kids, and he's going off, he wants to finish that dude off, he's gone. So he he loses track of him.
1: I don't blame the dad. He had to make sure his kids were with him at that point.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, though, before he left, he told the mother the description of the guy he just kicked his ass. So she calls the police while he's going back into the forest looking for him. And so they see the police get out there, and they see only one car in that specific area. So smart, they don't go around that car. They leave it, but they surveil it. Idiot comes back to the car a couple hours later, all beat up, and then that's when the cops pounce on him. Yes! So they finally arrest him. They, They arrest him trying to go back into his car.
1: I got tense just hearing that.
0: Yeah. Um, I,
2: I I relived that moment. I felt like I was the dad in that moment, just beating the crap out of him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, trust me. Everyone wants to rip this guy Ooh. from the shred. The police wanted to beat him up, so they had to. They had they had to keep certain guys around away from him because of you know they were so angry, and they they would get even more angry when they went to his house. So they sent in a, a, a team of people out to his house. And they knew they were going to find some stuff. So they started digging right away. They knew right away when they were looking in his videos. They found the anime. They found the dismemberment porn. They found the the hardcore porn. And they found the child pornography. So they knew where they were at. It didn't take them long to find his secret stash, which had the videos labeled with the kids' names. He had videos of him dismembering each victim. He had pictures. They found stash. They, That's he, nasty. On the video, he actually shows where he buries the skulls, and then him eating. So he had it was he, all right there. He documented he docu- everything. He documented everything because in letters that he wrote, or his, he had a personal journal, he would masturbate to that stuff.
2: Oh man, this is this, this is some sick dude. Yeah, this is like, like Dahmer, dang near
0: on a different level, dude. On a different level. They found bone fragments. So they were finding, they were finding everything. It didn't take them long because, again, they sent the entire task force there. You know, they were, they were like, "We got to solve this thing. We got to find it." So as they're doing that, it gets out the father's the prominent guy in Tokyo, his newspaper company. The guy was the rat was living in his own house, so right away he loses all honor. People are, you know, spitting on the thing. They're, they're protesting outside of his house. You know, Soimoto's house. They're, they're calling the family certain things. The extended family, because honor is a big thing, and I didn't know you could do this, but over time, before the trial and after the trial, you had cousins, aunts, uncles, um, any kind of relative, you could go to, like, City Hall or whatever and get the paperwork to divorce yourself from that part of the family. Like, take your affiliation completely away. Oh, wow. Hey. So, these 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 family, they're like, oh, hell no. I don't a want to nope. disownment? Yeah. The two daughters... Disappeared and changed their names, the you know, sisters. His real mother fell off the face of the earth, couldn't Couldn't find her after this. The mother that did the same thing, took the money and ran because the father would commit suicide. Wow. He, he would jump off a interstate bridge to avoid any more humiliation. Hey. His name was soiled. His family was soiled. He just committed suicide.
1: And how did it come out about the incest?
0: The, all that came out in the trial because they found they traced his roots back to his older sister. Wow. So all that coming out, he just, like, he committed suicide. He, and then the mom sold the newspaper because the newspaper was going to go out of business. No one wanted to touch it anymore. So you went from, like, one of the best newspapers making money trash. to trash. He lost it all. And so the wife kind of sold out what she could and went away. She left the country from what they said.
2: She could be out here.
0: <laughs> she could be anywhere. Yeah, if she's still alive. Um. Ugh. So, there was a lot of fallout, and they had to unfortunately show the jurors all this the stuff um oh so as we're wrapping it up though um they would go to trial, they showed everything um he was obviously uh found guilty and obviously, on yeah. on all
1: the proof what yeah. defense did he have
0: he tried to use his his the way he was raised and everything else like that, and try to say that he was a victim of of uh the family thing. And he went off the deep end, but the jurors couldn't get over his creepy hands. His lawyers actually told him, don't put your hands on the table. Like you're going to look more of like a creep. Uh, They had to have him in a bulletproof vest. People wanted to kill him. They wanted to to kidnap him and and torture him. Yeah. He was, he, this case was everything, right? So he was found guilty and, uh, and in 1989 and sentenced to death Sentenced to death. Um, (laughs) in 2008 uh he he was uh, his it was a uh, they made him wait about a good what 88 to or 89 to 2008 almost 20 years almost 20 years yeah and i'm going to say it though he uh cried like the bitch that he was he he cried from the the uh, long ride from the prison to the gallows to where he cried and complained and and bitched all the way till they hung him uh in in the uh at least they yeah. hung him. Yeah, they hung him. So he he so he cried injection. like a little baby. Yeah, he cried for his life the entire time, like a little baby. But didn't. But nobody showed him a hint of uh, sympathy or mercy because of what he did to those kids.
1: I wouldn't have either. And would have been laughing at him the entire way.
0: And there was a reporter quoted on here saying that that witnessed the whole thing that said she took great joy in seeing him <laughs> hanging, but felt that it was too easy, even though he. I agree even though it took him a minute and a half to die because his neck didn't snap right away. So he struggled, and, and, and he, he felt some pain, but she said that he deserved far more.
1: I don't even think they should drop them like that and let their neck snap. Mm-hmm. Lower them slowly. Let them die.
0: <laughs> let them In wiggle. Time. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because apparently, I mean, he wiggled for a minute and a half. That's a long time. But still, yeah, there's some people they will hang, and then automatically, boom, they're dead. So That's horrible. Um, but, yeah, he begged for his life like a little bee. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say on this case in um, a year after and the following years preceding that, the people were so outraged and so traumatized from that entire process and, the, and the, how long the case took. The streets that used to be like drive-through streets where he abducted those kids, they closed them off. They turned those into roads that you can no longer enter with a car because they did not want that to happen again. Mm. the three parks that the abductions or the murders took place were all demolished. Mm. They took out the parks. Good. They didn't want any kind of res- the, the, the remembering the of remembering. it. There was no plaque. There was no, nothing like that. They're like, Hey, let's put an urban development there, change the whole area. And that's what they did. Wow. So
1: yeah. Cause then it's a constant reminder to those families.
0: And if, you, if you're in the Tokyo, Japan area, unless you find a website that's going to talk about it like the ones I did that are outside the country, they don't bring up any of that stuff. They try to erase that from their history. So, they, like, like here you can Wikipedia Delphi, and, and right away the murders pop up as far as being part of that city. You could do that in Japan, that small town he was in. You're not going to find nothing. Like, wow. over there. But over here, you'll get the truth. Yeah. So, that's the case, man.
1: He deserved to suffer
2: more i mean he did go through a suffering that you know most people don't but i agree he should have been stuck with some needles on that one or something or tortured a lot more
0: yeah it's almost like like i'm glad you said that i mean wouldn't that be a good torture too to inject them with something that's going to slowly kill them
2: yeah Yeah. slowly burn them yeah yeah if you're gonna inject them, if you want to inject people like that, let your inject, insides melt. Until yeah. You're inject dead. Some, yeah, inject some fluids, in then that will burn you inside.
0: Yeah, or slowly shut slowly down, your organs, down your organs, cause you pain.
2: Yeah, I but, know we sound cruel, but <laughs> yeah. well, hey. but when you inflict pain on people for innocent Somebody people for like no that. reason, especially kids, I have no mercy for you.
0: And this was a like I said, oh, this is a terrible case, guys. Like I, I did not take joy out of getting this case. It was just one of those ones where. I didn't know I was going to finish it out. I just went down the rabbit hole and I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, a, I kind of want to tell this story because I looked it up. There's not really many people that have gotten into it. Yeah. so It's
1: a hard one to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, thank you, Todd Fox, for breaking down that story for us, my brother. And uh, we're going to close it out. But before we do, want to remind you guys to find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in grinding to crime and uh, you can find our page, like our page, comment on our page and we'll get back to you. And if you want to listen to us on our podcast stream, just go to Pod, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., you can continue to listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket and and Podchaser. So, with all that being said, this has been another episode of Grinding to Crime Podcast. And this is uh, your host, Maddie Matt, along with Gabby Gam and Todd Fox. And we're signing off. Toodles. Peace.
0: Ah you come back now you here small penis or you're, not
1: you saved it for the laugh